Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And, and we're, we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) So there's so much that we can talk about in our first year of marriage. Mm -hmm. But these are some of the main categories in which newlyweds struggle in their first year of marriage, like money and finances in-laws, time management, and schedules, the concept of personal time, housework, house roles, intimacy, and sex. (laughs) That's a really nice introduction. So basically, the reason why David said that is at the time that y'all are going to listen to this, will be one year and one day of our wedding anniversary yay so, so we've officially been married for one, one year, year and one day <laughs> and we want to talk to you all about what we've learned and some of the things that were told to us and how some of those things were really true and some of those things weren't really true but we wanted to pull back behind the scenes version of year one with leanna and david bond <laughs> I'm laughing because he's making all these hand gestures right now. And he's like, he thinks he's still cool. (laughs) Yeah, so I think we're going to split this up into two parts. But we're not going to talk to y'all about what we're going to talk about in each part. So you're going to have to keep listening on to find Mm -hmm. out what we're going to talk about. So, Mm -hmm. Leanna, what do you want to talk about? Okay, so obviously we want to be more uh, of an open but of like you know what we went through and how our experience was in our whole first year of marriage um so one thing that i always wanted to point out was that no matter how much you can prepare before getting married the first year of marriage and probably your second year too it's it's always going to be a year of transition and learning about one another and adjusting to living together and possibly um, being away from your family. Like, I moved out of my parents' house to move with David, move in with David, and after we got married, when we got back from the honeymoon. So, just, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't feel like, oh, if we have one little fight, like, like you weren't man- meant to get married. Like, that's not the point. Like, the point is, like, you get married, you set into reality with one another, and... um you just know that it's just a year of transitioning, it's a year of adjusting, it's a year of me getting to know David, and sometimes he's messy, and he found out that I'm not messy. uh, Yes, you are. (laughs) And sometimes I can be really messy, too, and we both see, like, the raw and exposed sides of ourselves that no one else gets to see other than your spouse. And so, um, that's the one thing, like, you always have to keep in mind of is that you will be seen fully even if you don't want to be seen. I'm not saying physically, but I'm saying like emotionally, spiritually, 
um, how you think and how you react to situation. They're going to see your ugly side, and they're still going to love you through yeah, that. They um, should. <laughs> yeah, so it's a year of transition. The reason why I say transition is, like, you have to kind of figure out your own your new schedule, your new routine, um, the way you're going to live your life, different um, roles in, in your household. Like, uh, I really don't like washing dishes, and I don't want to take out the trash. And so he kind of, like, took over that role, even though sometimes I do wash the dishes. And I don't I, – I've, oh, I've, I think I've only taken out the trash, like, I think, like, two or three times the whole time that we've been married. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, what do you, what do you think to, um, what I said when I said about, like, transitioning and, like, learning about one another and all that? Like, do you think that's true or no? Yeah, I think that's, um, that's what your, I think your first year, your marriage is all about, is just getting to know more of each other and really transitioning. And, um, it's kind of sad, but we had so many people tell us that, like, your first year of marriage is so hard and that it's going to be mm-hmm. rough and... And, you know, um, we don't really think that that that's the case. If a newly married or a, a newly engaged couple came to us and would say, hey, um, what do you guys would say about marriage? I would say, hey, for us, for me, your first year marriage is awesome. You know, it's a time to, like, get to know one another. It's a time to have fun. It's a time to try new things. It's a time to really get to know each other mm-hmm. to build a, a solid relationship with one another and and, and uh, build a solid relationship with the Lord too mm-hmm. so it's really awesome like I mean as far as first year marriage like whenever I was single and stuff like I mean I was kind of nervous about getting married I just didn't know what it would be like <laughs> but it, it really like really blew me away just the amount of love and the just I mean everything about it it it's just amazing, you know, and um, uh, I'm so thankful for Leanna and like I love her so much, even though we've had some rough times, but <laughs> it's okay, you know, we've had way more, way more better times than we have. Yeah, had I would times. say like the, the the rough times that he's talking about, I would say happened only like 10 percent of our first year marriage, and the 90 percent was really great. So I mean, just keep in mind of that. Like, of course, we had rough rough times, but if we compare it with so many like great times that we've had and how much fun we we've had together is really not much in comparison. So. Yeah, and so as far as like transitioning from like from I guess living out of my family, I had been living on my own for quite some time. Um, so yeah, that really true. wasn't a transition for me. But as far as like you know letting her work know where I am and like you know trying to express myself or trying to like. I guess it's a little hard to explain, but like sometimes you, you think that they know what you're thinking, but they don't. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say, but but they don't know what you're thinking. So I guess for as men, that's really difficult because we just expect people to know what what to do without and saying anything. And same thing with me. I I I expect you to read my mind sometimes, and like, if, even though we've been married for a year now, like, if I think that way of you reading my mind it's never gonna happen like i have to tell you exactly what i'm feeling or thinking because you're not gonna know are you loving this podcast let's talk about patreon it is a way for you to connect with us and support our mission by giving at least three dollars a month 
You can help us keep the podcast ad-free and we can continue to serve you with the content that we know that you love. If you go to Patreon, sign up and support us. Leanna and I definitely want to bless you back with free gifts. For more info, visit patreon.com slash the simple mission. And so, so that's something that I'm still working on too. Like our first year marriage hasn't been perfect and we're not perfect now. But we just want to share like our behind the scenes, what we've learned so far. And so, yeah. So back to what you were saying. Yeah. So transitioning is a big thing. That's probably like our first main thing that what the, like what, what, what we've learned and just be patient, you know, yeah. like be patient with yourself first, be patient with your spouse and mm-hmm. pray to, to the Lord for ask you and ask for patience, you know, in this time of transition. So my grandma would always tell me that you usually don't get adjusted in a new place or a new environment until like six to six months to a year. So your body is oh, still yeah. in transition mode, even in like the six month time frame. So but I feel like for you, this, okay, for us, this is a little bit different because David was able to move into our house about, hold on. So four months. He got to move into our house four months before we got married. I obviously did not move in <laughs> until after we got married. But I moved in, um, I think, all of my things and my clothing and everything in here, I think, about two days before yeah. the wedding. And so, anyway, so my point, I'm kind of getting off track here. But my point is he was able to adjust a little bit better into this house that we were going to live in together than I did. Would you agree with that? I know. I think so. Yeah, because I was kind of already here for a little, a little bit of time. But you know, like as far as sharing the closet, like that's a struggle. <laughs> and guess and, what? He has way more closet space than I do. Yeah. So maybe we'll even that out over the years. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like sharing your space, like your yeah. bathroom, like your shower, your um your dresser i mean sharing you know, the shower what are you talking about well, like the shower area you know like the bathroom <laughs> y'all know what i'm talking about right now <laughs> all you married couples out there you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> but um and then like you know sharing a dresser like whenever i whenever we're single we were like take up the whole dresser and so now it's like i only have half you know but i had to like like get rid of a lot of stuff too because i had, had too much stuff and so Right. And Lana had to get rid of some stuff too. So this is all transition, you know, and as far as like, you know, like going to bed together, what's like your night routine? And right. like we started off like just doing our thing, like we were single like on our phones and then that really didn't work out. And then we started like leaving our phones out of the bedroom at night and we've done yeah, that now for months about, and it's been amazing. I think about like halfway into our first year. Yeah, Maybe I like six months. Six we, months. Yeah. We, we we decided to like take our, our phones out of the bedroom and David ordered a alarm clock from Amazon and he and the funny thing is he thought it was actually bigger than it is. It's actually a tiny little bot with a number on it and <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it like but it worked. Palm of your hand. Yeah, it's small. But... Wasn't it like ten dollars? Yeah, I think so. It was anyway, really cheap. so yeah. But Amazon but, um, yeah, so this is all transition, you know, any little thing you can think of, you've got to like be aware of like what you're doing and like include them and like be open to like, and you're not, you're change. not living, you're, you're not living as David and I'm not living as Leanna anymore. We're living as one and that's something where I'm going to talk about later on, but, 
you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go out and do this. And, like, you didn't even talk to your spouse about it. Or, like, um, that's not not something that we even have a problem with. It's just an example. Like, like we always talk about, okay, what's what's going on this week? Like, what's going to happen? And, like, you include them into your, even though David worked, he includes me in, like, oh, I'm going to go somewhere. Or I have to go out of town, but I'll be back by, like, 3 o'clock or whatever. And he he like still include me and I think I think that really helped our marriage like even though in the beginning it was kind of weird because he had to go back to work after the honeymoon and like it was kind of a weird thing I'm like okay babe um where are you he's like oh yeah I'm over here and I'm like I didn't know you were going there so yeah lots of fun (laughs) (laughs) lots of good times yes lots of learning and transitioning so that's probably the biggest thing that I think that we've like taken away from like being married for a year now. Um, also, too, for us, like we feel like that if we did not include Jesus in our marriage, then there's no way our marriage would be where it is today. And mm-hmm. we stand very firm by that. Mm-hmm. And we both really wholeheartedly really believe that. And, you know, we really, really, really made a huge effort and to be able to bring Jesus into our marriage, you know, even like before we got married, like we made sure of that too. So, yeah. And like, it's been so nice, you know, like, like Jesus has just poured out his blessings on us and it's just been unreal. Like the things, so you take one year of marriage in this year of 2019 and 2020, the amount of blessings and things that have happened has surpassed five to 10 years of my single life. So, and that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Whenever you're with somebody, whenever you're married to somebody, they are supposed to help you and you're supposed to help them. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it's going to roll. If they're not helping you, you should probably not be with them. Ooh. Oh, so it's like the whole thing that we were learning about from watching the sermon series on relationship role uh, by uh, Pastor Michael Todd. And we, we actually just started watching them because my cousins, like, love this series. She was like, y'all need to watch them. It's so great. So we started watching it, and we have gotten, we learned so much. I feel like I learned so much from it. And one of the things that he said was the whole, um, you know, before the person, like, Adam had to be, like, you know, established. He had to know his purpose and all that. And another thing that he said was that, you know, God said, I, I will create a helper for you, Adam. And, you know, it, that's, like, that's like what David said. Like, if your relationship is not helping you, then it's not a good relationship for you. And he's right. Like, I'm like his little helper. And he's like my little helper. And so, yeah. So, yeah. I kind of went on a rant. Yeah, you did. It was a good rant. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But that's just kind of how, that's just kind of how we feel. And, like, I know it sounds like it's kind of crazy, but, like, um, you know, but like we, we try to remain humble within our mm-hmm. relationship with like, with like one another as, as well too. And like, you know, being humble and knowing that we are not perfect all the time. We have flaws and that Jesus really sets the example and he came down and he died on the cross for each one of us. And we know that our sins are forgiven through him. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that like makes us feel really good about like, if we have a fight or even if like, like good things happen, you know, right. instead of looking inward 
about what we've done and the successes that we've had, we look to Jesus right for just for the blessings, you know, and like, man, I mean, it really, really changed, changed things. Um, and, it, and it's been, and it's been so good, you know? And so marriage is awesome. Um, if, when you include Jesus, it makes it even more awesome. Mm-hmm. Boom. Wow. So I think another thing that David said about when you include Jesus into the knowing that we are imperfect people, two people, coming together as one, um, you know, that's something that we always have to keep in mind is that, you know, Jesus doesn't look at our past anymore. He forgave it and he turned it away and he doesn't remember it anymore. And that's something that when Jesus set that example, like we have to do the same thing. So I can't ever, you know, ask David, like, why did you do this in the past or whatever? I have to turn away from it, forget it, and forgive him for it because Jesus did the same thing for me, for for all the things that I've done in my life. And so that's something I just wanted to say because I feel like a lot of people get married. And like I said in the very beginning, like, because it's a year of learning one another, one another um, you're very exposed and I, and I, I don't mean physically, but you're naked in front of them. Yeah, and, and you and expose, vulnerable too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're very vulnerable. I'm just exposed. And, and so um, you can't hold that against them of the things they've done in the past. You can't allow the enemy to bring it into your marriage, even from the first year. Like it doesn't have to be. Um, like don't 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 wait until year five or year ten to finally deal with it. It's so true that people struggle with it so much. And the thing is that I feel like the reason why I'm not saying our marriage is great, but our marriage is still like founded is because we tried our best with the Lord to do all the drown the groundwork of, you know, asking a lot of questions, you know, before we got married. Like we did premarital counseling and that's something that's really recommended for everybody before they get married to do some premarital counseling or talk to a mentor um, together as one. Um, and so I feel like because we did that, I feel like we were able to really dig deeper in some of the things that have happened in our past and my past and his past and that we don't allow that to, you know, to allow the baggage to come into our marriage in the first year and yeah sometimes you know the enemy can attack you with you know thoughts in your head like oh that's gonna happen again but it's not gonna happen you have to turn away from it fully not just a little bit but you have to turn away fully with your back to it and forget about it and so I feel like that's how we were able to to grow so much closer together and you know spiritually mentally physically everything so yeah okay cool so what other things that you could say that what we've learned about our first year of marriage. Mm. Like I said, um, starting on a right foundation uh, is so important. Um, wh- so when I say start on the right foundation, yeah, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like, so somebody was asked, "Well, what does that mean, Leanna? Yeah, How did so, y'all start on the right foundation?" Well, the, fa- well. the foundation is the Bible, and. Jesus and everything with that. So, what? And I, I'm not trying to like joke around, but it's true. It's the Bible, and um, knowing that we are one, and there's no like I said earlier, I was gonna talk about this. Uh, there's no just Leanna. There's no just David. But there's also is you know 
in some cases, obviously, there's going to be a Leanna, there's going to be a David, but in marriage, like, you're going to be one. Um, and so, I'm not saying that you're in prison, uh, and, or that each person doesn't have any say, um, but that means in every area, like, through your finances, future plans, health work, all kinds of stuff, children, like, all, you have to, like, be one and be in agreement and, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, what did you get from that? Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that, like, you know, um, the foundation is, like, super important. And like, like Leanna said, you know, we went and saw a premarital council or uh, we did these online or we did these uh, DVDs that were really funny. <laughs> that was true, though. It was like marriage mentor or it was like a premarital, I guess, counseling, but on like a DVD form or whatever. And it was so fun. I mean, we like had notebooks and we would like do them, answer questions. And then there was some interesting topics that we would like giggle about, laugh about. But um, <laughs> um, and so like kind of random but one of the things that like i i distinctly remember about those videos oh, for all of you that are listening so i mean it it is funny but it is true so um there was a lady and a man talking on this video and like they were talking about like intimacy and stuff and then they kept saying sex is spelled t-a-l-k <laughs> i was like that's not how it's spelled oh and so that became like kind of like a joke um in our marriage now, but it's, it's, it's so funny, you know, but sometimes it is And true. we'll talk about that section later. Yeah, we're going to talk about that section in later. later, later, but. Probably not till part two. Yeah, probably not till part two. Um, but just kind of throw like a little joke out there and a little teaser for the next episode. Um, and so, but yeah, but like every area that like you can think of, like whether it's like finances or, um, like in-laws or family members oh, yeah, that's everything has to be like within like a foundation you know and like getting to know the other sides like family members you know like um that can be really scary for some people you know and so um and that's one thing that like we've we've really tried hard to do is to really like get to know each other's families um mm-hmm. as best as we can and like that like really helped us out like over the long run to know that like we have a really great support system um from like both sides and sometimes there's some tense there's some tensity there but most of the time like they've they've been super supportive of us um so what do you mean intensity oh we didn't mention that in part two yeah we'll probably talk about that some in part two so yeah you're gonna have to listen on to the next episode if you want to but for right now um, one of the things that's been really helpful with us is like setting boundaries early on. I guess this like has to do with like a, a, a really good foundation. And so I guess early on, like we set boundaries as far as, um, like personal messages to the other gender and, uh, without the spouses knowing, without the spouses knowing. And that has not happened here. Yeah, that hasn't happened here. And sometimes there's some crazy women that try to, you know, hit me Messages up on Instagram. you on social media. Hit me up on Instagram. But I usually show, show Leanna, and then we delete it. So We laugh about it, then we delete yeah, it. Yeah, and then Leanna's got some crazy <laughs> men coming after her. But... That Latina's going to come out. <laughs> yeah, the Latina's going to come out. and But we just delete them. You know what I mean? So we don't... We don't we, so we what don't, other boundaries do you think you have? Uh, in those personal messages... Um, like meetups with other like opposite sex. So one interesting thing, 
about our um, first year marriage is that we we really didn't struggle with having friends of the opposite sex before marriage. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's one true. really good thing that I'm real thankful for. And I'm not telling you to like end the friendships or like. But torch, it's just be mindful. Everything. Be mindful and be respectful of your spouse and like. Even if you're a friend with the opposite that that is married as well, like be respectful and like be mindful of their spouse too. Like how do they feel if you start to feel bad or if your spouse starts to feel bad? And so that's another topic for another time. I would say yeah, we can totally do way more deeper on that one. But but when, that's a boundary, you know. Yeah, that, like it's we a boundary. said, it's like hey, like you know, Leanna doesn't want me going off on my own, like with meeting a up friend, with a girl, a bro dash you know, friend. Yeah, yeah, like having a coffee thing or something, like or and and like I don't want Leanna running off with some with some guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyhow, so we definitely cut that really. I had actually no. I will say I've had some messages here and there on Instagram that. I kind of had a show, David. Like, I was messaging this person that I knew, I think, like, back in the day. And I think he's, he's a little bit older than me. And I was like, oh, he's so funny. Or, like, oh, look, David, look what he said. And David's like, I don't know if I liked you talking to that guy. I was like, what are you saying? He, he, he was asking me, like, well, is he single? I'm like, I think he is. And he was like, well, you need to be careful, like, what you say back. Don't be, like... You know, you just have to be careful, like, what you say. Like, I, was, I and I definitely did not ignore the person, but I still, like, commented back, like, very, like, straightforward, like, messages. No, like, emojis or, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just use your common sense and, yeah. you know. And also let your spouse know, like, yeah. what's going on, you know? And, like, one one thing that one of my friends asked me, it was, like, th- like three to four months of marriage. He goes, hey, has there been any... Um, you know, people try to like come after you now that like you're married and thankfully it wasn't too, too crazy. I've heard some stories. Um, but yeah, so, but that's one big boundary. The other boundary is like, um, within, I'd say like, just like social media, like I had to unfollow a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. um, that I was following, you know, prior to getting married. Prior so, before you met me. Yeah, prior before I, I met Leanna. Mm-hmm. So I went through my Instagram and, and really cleaned it up. And I went through the Facebook and really cleaned it up too. And, and also and, Leanna did the same and I, thing. And I did the same thing too. Like one T, this is the thing that happened. Like I said, you know, you really have to do the groundwork and like prepare yourself before you get married. So you don't go into marriage with these problems popping up that you couldn't possibly dealt with before getting married. So, we had a six-month engagement. So, that's a lot of time to, like, kind of go through things and bring up any, like, issues that you have. So, one of the issues I had was, like, well, babe, um, I see some of the people you follow on social media. And most of them uh, post selfies that has, like, almost no clothing on. So, can you just rethink that and, like, maybe unfollow them? Or if you generally know them, like, someone that you knew, like, back in high school... That's a little bit different, but anyway, my point is, you need to bring up your issues with your spouse or your fiance. Um, and so, in in my defense, I did go through and clean out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So. And half of those people that I was following, I didn't even like. I, I didn't even know really know I was following, but um, I you know, so that was just like kind of a surprise on my on my end. I was like, oh, okay, like I I just didn't yeah, like know. My, maybe like eighty percent. You're like, I don't even know who they are. I don't know how I follow them. Yeah. It, it must have been some kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the reason why we bring that up is something that, it's just, it's just something to consider. A lot of people have social media accounts. 
you know, so maybe that's something you need to talk to if you're engaged or you're dating, like, you need to bring it up with uh, the person you're dating or engaged with, maybe before you get married. And if you're married now and this is an issue for y'all, maybe you need to bring it up with them and be open and honest. Don't, like, bash on them. Like, I was very, I think I remember this conversation with David, like, I didn't, I actually prayed about it before I, I spoke up about it, and I was like, babe, um, I was very, like, you know, I was very careful on how I said it. I didn't want to put him down. I just wanted to make him aware that, oh, I see these people that you're following. And I'm not sure if I like that. I was very, like, you know, chill about it. But I also prayed about it. And I knew that the Lord told me not, not to get angry and, like, yell at him. And so, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So, so that's so social media is obviously like one one big boundary and like it takes time you know and so like you know once you delete those crazy people don't go back and add them so because we watching you <laughs> no we're not. but i feel like it's a Anyways. process it's not an overnight thing so this person that you're with could possibly have a problem with that it could take you know a couple months for them to like really get down and really be humble about it like if they have a humility issue, they may not want to face the problem. Um, and so, and maybe you yourself have that problem of, you know, you're with somebody, but you're following a couple of people that you really shouldn't be following. So yeah. that's something to keep in mind. Of. We weren't even going to bring this up, but I feel like the spirit is telling us to stay there. So, yeah. So, and also too, um, I guess kind of like shifting gears is like, um, financial boundaries a little Ooh, bit. Oh yeah. You know, so, um, uh, that, that's been interesting. Um, I, I will say like, so I'm a shopaholic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a shopaholic too. We're both shopaholics. No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're actually like no, penny pinchers. we're not. Yeah. We're, we're, I'd say we're probably on the more frugal side of things, but yeah, very like, frugal. we like to, we like to let each other know, um, you know, so first of all, we have like a joint account. So whenever we got married, um, we like brought our finances together. And mm-hmm. I don't know if some of you agree or disagree, whatever, that, that's your own thing. But we have a joint account with our checking account mm-hmm. and uh, as well as like a savings account. And so, you know, um, those that's really difficult. I guess adjusting with transition to like spending on your own. Now you're like spending y'all's money or like you and your spouse's money. So that it kind of makes you think twice about like what you're doing with it. But you know, um, I will say we haven't really had any like like big things go down. We're just really like aware of like any big purchases, and we're out with like um, our family members or friends or alone. You know that we like let each other know like, hey, you know, like I think this is a really good deal or whatever. You know, and so like we usually try to like let each other know. But as far as like spending habits and stuff goes, um, we don't have a whole lot of it. I would say, which is, like, I feel really like, blessing, I feel like that's but... something that David kind of, you know, I feel like you struggled with it even while you were single before meeting me. But I feel like you got a good grip on it and a good handle on, you know, money and finances once you met me. And we were able to start the process of, like, you know, trying to become debt-free and, um, yeah. you know, and we were both in it together. Like, one, it can't be just a one-person deal. Like, we, it's a we thing. Like, and so I feel like you didn't really struggle too much with like overspending. Yeah, so I don't think like either one of us do. And so what we've been doing recently, now, yeah, this is something that's interesting, and I want to challenge you all to do this. 
is that if you've got something big that you want to buy, like a vehicle or a piece of land or a house or uh, I don't know, like what are the big things people like to buy? Um, a phone? A watch. A oh. watch or I don't know, purse. A purse. So what you can do is start saving now for it. And mm-hmm. give yourself like six months or a year and save up a little bit each month. And then you will have, most likely, if you do the math right, you'll have most all that money saved up within that a lot of time frame. And, and you don't so, have to get in debt. And you don't have to borrow any money. Mm-hmm. So Leanna and I's goal this year is to completely pay off both. Well, we only have one vehicle right now. But to completely pay off that one vehicle and also to purchase... Uh, Leanna a vehicle in cash and so that is crazy and you know whenever you buy something in cash you know it really makes you think about what you're buying yeah so, that's true we've been thinking about so, this for like what eight months now Maybe yeah so we've months? been planning so whenever we got out of debt Leanna hasn't had a vehicle in about a year that like she's had on her own right and so we've been saving up for a vehicle ever since December of 2019 and so we've been putting money away in an account for something that we want in December. So we're already saving. We're already in June. We're already in June, right? So we've been saving for like six or seven months now. And it's been amazing. Right. And so whenever we see that money in there, we're like, oh, well, maybe we want to think twice about what we're going to buy. You know, yeah, because exactly. we don't want to borrow any money. And like, I'm, I'm not trying to like diss on borrowers or banks are out there, but borrowing money is like, is like a big fat pit. Unless you have a big old plan to pay it off. Yeah, like unless but you that, have that some really kind of really good low do. interest rate. But look, what what we're telling y'all is is we have changed things. Like we are starting now to save for the long run for right. stuff. Yeah, we're not buying it on emotions for you. or on yeah and yeah. on like um, feelings. So Ooh. we're going all cash, you know, we don't want any debt, you know? I mean, um, and so that's kind of how we're going to start But obviously now. we still have a credit card. It's not like we don't have any credit cards, but yeah. But we have to use it wisely and know that you can pay it off. But at the same time, like you said, you want to have only cash to pay for stuff so that you don't have to, like, borrow money, so. Yeah, and so anyway, so, but I'm going on, on yeah, a you're financial doing tangent, options. so... But that's what like we're doing, and um, I challenge you all to do the same. So that's some of the boundaries. What other boundaries have we set? Ooh, okay. So I think there's one more I was gonna say, and I feel like we created a it's not really a boundary, but we don't like allow people to control us. If that makes sense, I would say it's not, it's not really a boundary, but. It's just such a rule that we have. We don't allow a family member or a friend or someone else to give us, like, like opinions or, like, oh, we're going to, like, come and uh, hang out with y'all or, hey, are you gonna, aren't y'all coming up for the weekend? And we don't allow people to, like, control us. Like, we have to talk about it first. Like, David learned and I learned that. Early when, on. Very, very early on. That if someone asks to hang out with us or, like, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm, that's the only example I can think of. I can't think of any more examples, but that's the only example I have. Uh, if someone asks to make plans, like, we have to talk with our spouse first. Like, it's not, to me, it's not really 
respecting them like oh by the way we're gonna go hang out with so-and-so this day and the spouse is like well i was planning on being home and like chilling and so um does that make sense yeah it makes sense so um i guess just like listen really closely to who you're listening to and make sure you want to listen to them you know like and one big thing about one big thing that a lot of people say and do is a lot of people have opinions but you know it's okay to like listen to their opinions and to be able you to, don't have to accept take it. it but you don't have to take it you yeah. know what i mean and um a lot of times people live vicariously through other people whether it's uh with something that they've always wanted to do or something so everybody has an opinion but we end up ta- talking about it with uh, with ourselves before we, before we make commitments and like before we like make a big uh, life changing altering move. You know what I mean, or something crazy. Because like sometimes we're spontaneous, but sometimes we want we want to plan things out. And if someone says something, oh, let's do it on this day. We already planned something out. We're gonna be like, sorry, like we we've already decided on this. And yeah. so yeah, so that's more into for part two. But one more thing I wanted to say before we end it on part one um, is that, okay, it's kind of really, like, changing, like, the topic here, but we try to still date one another. So, one of the things that I've learned in the relationship role sermon theory that I've been watching, actually, like, this past week was he said, you know, when you get married, like, don't stop dating one another. And I'm like, that's something that me and David have always, like, told each other. And, like, we've always been trying to be consistent. And I, I'm sure, you know, by the time we have children, like, that's going to be very different. But it's an adjustment that we're going to have to make. But for now, we don't have children. It's just us two. We can easily still pursue one another. There's no excuses for it. And so one of the things we like to do is that... You don't have to go out and have a great dinner. It can be a trip to HGV or Walmart, and you can have fun doing it and make it a date. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I feel like people don't do that. Yeah. Swing by and pick up some coffee and go grocery shopping. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh look so at the, fun. Look at the veggies. <laughs> look at all the meat. <laughs> so basically my point is yeah. you can make it a date. Anywhere you go with your spouse. Personally, for me, this is just for me. I enjoy, like, long, like, car rides with David. Because we just talk and talk and laugh. We joke around so much. And I consider them to be dating. So, anytime he has family in Houston, I'm really excited to hard and, like, talk to him. And, like, I don't know if that's, like, weird. <laughs> I, I'm, like, really excited to, like, be in the car with David. And, like, we can talk. Without like any like interruption unless someone calls, but yeah, no, yeah, that's a fun time too. Like, I I love how like Leanna said that like you know um, you can make it make it a date anywhere you go, and so she actually told me that like a long time ago, um, and like I've loved that. I don't know where she got that from, but um, I think we were like pulling up for coffee one time. She's telling me the story about something, and she said that I was like, wow, like, I've actually never heard that before. So you can make it a date anywhere and everywhere you go with your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's repeated. Write it down. <laughs> so the last thing I just will say, or do you want to go over the other thing too? Okay. So not the last thing. So one more thing for me before I move on to David is that don't forget the little thing. 
I love it when once in a while David sometimes brings me flowers home or he brings me he brings me my favorite coffee. And so I did all lovey daddy, that's why I'm speaking like this. But um so it can also help in the bedroom department later on. Which we'll we will get into in part two. Yeah, so I think that we have loved talking to you all about our first year of marriage. And this is part one, so yeah. we have a lot to talk about. So we're going to have to split this sucker up. Because, we'll probably make the part two a lot longer, though. Yeah, it's, it's going to be long. But but we love, like, we thought, Leanna thought this months ago, like, y'all, literally, like, probably 2019. Oh, we're going to have to talk about our one year of marriage. And <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so every month I'm, she talks about it. So we're finally doing yeah. it and we're recording it. <laughs> I'm so excited I'm recording this. But I think it was on month five, like, the first or second month of our podcast, like, like telling david like we have to do a one year like recap or like behind the scenes of the episode anyway but i didn't realize how long it was gonna be so we're gonna split it up in two parts yeah so that's the plan but listen um to next week's episode for part two for part two see ya bye hey are you still listening thank you for listening to this episode why don't you do yourself a favor and subscribe or follow the Simple Mission podcast so that you won't miss out on new episodes. To connect with us, simply visit our website at thesimplemission.com connect. Until then, we can't wait to connect with you. See you next time.